Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Hav. This is episode five of the Revolution Pod. Here with your boys, Greg and Victorious. They're here back What's in up? effect. Follow Adam, guys. Hey, buddies. What's up, people? Oh, so we're rocking and rolling. Episode five, like I said. Thank you to everybody for listening, for sharing. I know these guys, too. Like, I, sh- I shared some of the... Um, some of the statistics and, and analytics from, from the pod. And, uh, you know, we're, we got some Singapore. Where are the listeners out there? My bad. I missed it. Philippines. 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 So, yeah, we got we appreciate everybody listening, everybody sharing the feedback we've been getting. So it's huge. It doesn't go unnoticed. And we just want to say thanks. So we're going to do our usual stuff. We've got a ton to talk about like we always do. We got our Fellowship of the Pine, which is the Revs uh, little recap. Actually, Revs just played tonight. We're recording on, we- on Wednesday, uh, 9.22. Uh, it's about 10 o'clock at night. So it's our- we're doing our usual thing. We got the Fellowship of the Pine. Uh, we'll talk about the international clubs that we follow. Um, jump into some fantasy football stuff, some wrestling, maybe a little golf take. And we'll see how the rest uh, of the pod goes. We'll take it from there. But let's jump into the Revs. Revolution stuff, guys. They just played tonight. Big win at Chicago. A nice little 3-2 win. Uh, it was 2-2 going into, like, you know, 90th minute little little uh, hit from Carlos Hill. Who wants to jump in first and, and, and drop a little knowledge on us? Give us a little recap. Yeah, I'll t- pass that to Greg. I know Greg watched the full 90 minutes. I was in and out yep. watching a little AEW wrestling. But oh, Greg, for sure. let's go. For sure. Bless us, Greg. Yeah, so, um, you know, this is – the, the revolution have created themselves a gap and, you know, they're looking to move into the playoffs potentially tonight, clinching the playoffs with a win up against Chicago fire in Chicago yep. at, at soldier field. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Chicago is pretty low in the rankings table. They're, they're not at the bottom of the East, but you know, there are a couple slots up from the East uh, at the bottom of the East. And um, their last three matches, all losses, don't have a single goal, seven goals against, none for. I'm feeling pretty good about stuff. And uh, I guess it's not too, uh, too unexpected that Bruce Arena played uh, all new people uh, other than the, the, the central anchor back, Kessler, and the goalie, Turner. Everyone else wasn't a typical starter. So... I think he's looking at this match that, you know, they're giving up a lot of goals, hopefully, you know, getting these guys that haven't had a lot of experience, more experience. Um, And then the last two, the last two games, they end up putting them in, in the second half anyway. So clearly he's resting people. He's getting these other players, um, some development opportunity and continuing to try to push, not conceding matches, but continuing to try to push and doing it very successfully. Uh, so they come off a Chicago game where looking like they're going to win 33 shots to Chicago's wow. uh, to Columbus's, sorry, not Chicago six, one, one tie got very lucky on an errant pass. Now with Chicago uh, looks like another great opportunity for a W they get the W here in the 90th minute, gave up two 
two away goals. They look like they were playing uninspired soccer for the most part, but come away with the win again in the 90th minute. Carl's heel, like you said, of uh, coming away with it. But that's that's sort of the recap of the night. Yeah, great. Uh, Victorious, did you watch any of it? You you jumped in and out of it? Yeah, no, no, no. I watched um, for the like, most part. Kind of all, yeah, yeah, yeah know, in and we, out. We kind of all watched again together, but you jumped in it here and there. Yeah, yeah, here and there. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, it was just, you know, it was nice to see, you know, kind of the, the I don't want to say the kids or the young guys, but, you know, <laughs> in some ways, it, it, you know, the, the the reserves coming in for this game against, uh, you know, uh, a Chicago team that's not the greatest. With that being said, Revs, great win. Carlos Hill, MVP. I mean, you really can't the, get any better than that. He's in the combo for sure. And uh, so, Greg, what you were just when you were going through your recap there, he just mentioned that we played uh, Columbus Crew this past Saturday. Um, we yep. peppered, we were peppering with shots. We got away, you know, we got out of there with a one-one tie, which was kind of disappointing. Then we played this, you know, let's let's keep it one hundred. Chicago is kind of wacky. Um, yeah, they're bottom, they're bottom ish of the table. We played, we played the second string guys. We had nine of eleven guys who didn't start. Um, you know, we sh- should definitely have come out of there with three points. We ended up getting lucky, I think, to get out of there with three points, but not to say it wasn't deserved or, or what have you. But um, champions yeah, we find of, a way. We were champions saying, find a way. Right. They don't ask how. They ask how many. Right. Um, yeah. And then we were we were talking beforehand. You know how they have a 17 year old goalie, uh, Chicago. And I that was yeah. I noticed too. Like there, I saw some stuff on Twitter, like because we just because we talk about the stadium and the supporters there and the amount there, like. Chicago Stadium was fucking empty. They're playing um, in Soldier Field where the Bears play. They actually had a, so- a soccer-specific stadium and, like, left it. Like, bought out the lease and, like, left it to move back to Soldier Field. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, just complete fucking nasty, gross mismanagement in my eyes. But Wow, uh, that's a pretty – pr- that's a bad, bad – that's a like, drop, drop and a half. Yo, that's – I mean, that's Chicago. I mean, that's a major market. And, like, dude, they were showing shots at the stadium. And um, now that we're talking about it, um, I was going through because every time we've gone to the Revs game, tried to take a couple pictures here and there. And just from like the first game that we went to to like the last game, the difference in the amount of people in the stands, guys, unbelievable. Um, Absolutely feeling so, it. Yeah. So, no, that, that was just something I, I wanted to, um, you know, interject real quick um, about Chicago. They stink. We should have beat them. Glad we beat them. But they, they man, they got some tough support uh, out there with, um, you know, the stadium and with what's going on out there. But, Hopefully, um, yeah, the Revs clinched a playoff spot tonight. Yep. First team That's the main piece. Spot. So yep. we're first in the supporters' shield, like we've been mentioning all along. Um, you know, Greg and I put that bet in, like we mentioned, not for the supporters' shield, but to win the MLS Cup. So hopefully that's looking nice right now. We get that home field advantage like we've talked about, maybe a buy in the first round like we've talked about. So lots yep. of good stuff for the Revs, man. What do you guys – anything as we um, – kind of move forward for the revs like you know it was awesome that we could like you guys talk about kind of rest some of our players as we come into the home stretch um but yeah i mean the, the revs are on fire right now let's let's keep it rolling man what any any kind of thing uh any other things you guys want to talk about on the revs no let's just let's just get that that home home field throughout yeah. the playoffs have it at home because you know all three of us are going to be there if the championship comes here december 11th um and we're in it uh, we have to go we just have to do it. Yeah, that'd yeah, be I mean, No excuses. 
that'd certainly, be certainly a whole, and and the good things with all these games, I feel like there's just so many games. I mean, here we are sitting on a Wednesday, you know, another game. It's just it's constantly game after game. So, you know, I think at this point now the Revs have a tall task of keeping their guys healthy, getting minutes for their guys, getting chemistry. You know, the biggest challenge right now that they're going to face is complacency um, over a period of time over a period of time before they get to the playoffs so I think yeah. you know keeping guys healthy you know keep getting those wins too because that's momentum shifting continuing three points, three points um, yeah. that is major man you know yeah. it and I think right now it's kind of a you know a, a record breaking season considering we have front runners for the goalie of the year uh, midfielder of the year uh, with Bo. I'm, I'm sorry, with uh, with Heal. It's just, yeah, you know, a lot to look forward to. Well, so speaking that's, of, speaking that's of my those, thing. yeah, Victoria, so let me, speaking of those positional rankings, I know we mentioned briefly like the FIFA, just to jump into uh, that, the, yeah. the MLS rankings. Um, and I saw some of the rankings and I was like, wow, there's just disrespect uh, being placed on some of the Revs guys. Like, I know Victoria, I'm sure you looked at um, the keeper rankings. And I'm like, man, how is, you know, Matt Turner, the national keeper, we've been talking about, you know, maybe the best keeper, like, on the continent. And, you know, with the um, Copa America there, how he thought, you know, this past summer. But honestly, I honestly, I did not see his rating. And I'm actually scared to ask. Well, I don't don't have, well, I don't have the, I'm looking for the number. I bet it's not great. I mean, if I'm going to call it, I'd say he's probably like a 74. He might not even be a gold card. He's probably a silver card, which is even more disrespectful because in FIFA, you have bronze, silver, and gold. And I mean, if you can't even make, and then you, and then within gold, you have rare gold and just platinum. He's definitely a seventy-five, so that's a great call. That's a great call. Yeah. But he's behind yeah. Andre. He's behind Andre Blake. Andre Blake is ranked ahead of him at seventy. And does does that? Do you think? Do you think FIFA's up to date enough where it's accounting for like the Gold Cup that just finished and everything? Because I feel like it's been a very late. Uh, we've felt great about him, but on the very late, he's been on the rise. Well, even still, shouldn't they be able to? Uh, don't they do updates all the time, Victoria? So, 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 so here's the deal. So. Uh, they do do updates. They do updates with, you know, <laughs> if you're just playing online. So if you're playing with the Revolution, which nobody plays with the Revolution online, but like they um, update the squad, right? I would, kid. Yeah, but but yeah, you know. So so Matt Turner might go up from a seventy-four. You know, he might jump up to a seventy-nine. Yeah. So yeah. So, so I, midfielders. So they have you know forwards, midfielders, defenders, goalies. Nobody really in the defense. You know to speak about, which is you know understandable. We don't really have um. A, I think we have like a solid committee back there, but not necessarily like a standout guy. Um. And then for midfielders, which we all think we just talked about Carlos Seal scoring in the seven, uh, the ninetieth, excuse me, game winner. We've been talking about his you know potentially re- breaking the assist record, even with some of the you know a bunch of missed time that he's had. Yep. Uh, but he's ranked at fourth in the midfielders in the MLS behind guys like Blaze Matuidi, which we know is like, come on, I don't, I don't even. That's yeah. We, we need. I need to. Under, uh, yeah, I need this information. I need to look into this. That's upsetting. You just, need to, you just anybody, anybody listening. He's, he's, he's a seventy-seven. You know, that's what they got right. people at. You can go on to FIFA twenty-two. Um, just you know, look it up and has um, 
it's really cool actually but you know we'll i think we'll talk a little bit later on a segment about it but um a lot of cool um a lot of cool features yeah no for sure so just just one of the things i wanted to to kind of cross over with um you know as far as the mls talk and the revs talk and the fifa talk so um anything else anything else i'm just gonna kind of um wrap up wrap up what we got going on with any other fellowship of the pine um as we look forward let, let what do we got looking forward on the schedule uh have, schedule like, i don't have in front of me it was really i think we have eight matches left yeah that sounds about right yeah, yeah. So I, think we, I think we had nine last time so i think we got eight left um i know we've talked about going maybe to you know maybe like a colorado game um but i think october they, 16th yeah they oh, october 27th is a colorado <laughs> game okay yeah, this is, we we actually have a bunch of home games still left out of that eight. Looks like yeah, I'm trying to look at the schedule right now because I know I had said earlier that there's a bunch of games. Um, so they yeah, actually it looks like four and four maybe. Uh, they actually play. Um, we got or our next game is at home versus Orlando City. That's actually this upcoming um Saturday. So I think that's a I think that's a major game too. That is a major game. That's a potential playoff table. opponent. Yeah, exactly. As far as the MLS table and the Eastern standings and so, right. and so on and so forth. So. Nani's going to be in the house. Yeah, Nani, solid. I, I'm a, I, I put respect on Nani. I like him. Yep. Or, Orlando sits in as the eighth best team in uh, Major League Soccer. Yep, they're fourth in the East. Correct. Yep. Yep. So, no, they've got uh, – I, I think it might be – it looks like it's, it, they've got seven games left because um, they played two games, like you said, because a ton of soccer being played, man. Ton of soccer. So, they got, seven, soccer. They got seven games left. Uh New, they're playing Orlando City coming up Saturday, the 25th. So that's a big one to be on the lookout for. And we'll give you the results and give you the recap on that. And then they play a week from today as well on the 29th um, at Montreal. Le Frenchy Habitant, le Canadien. <laughs> so they, you know, again, a ton of soccer. They got like four, looks like, you know, four games in two weeks. Yeah, and I think it's uh, I I think everyone should you know we we do this podcast on a Wednesday night, um, smack in the middle of the week. I think it really gives us um, and everyone you know kind of a fresh outlook because you know with soccer you kind of got games midweek. Uh, we can touch on games that happen from over the weekend going into this week. So you know yep. with it being kind of every Wednesday, I do like that uh, we do that. So just to kind of put it in context for people when uh, you know they are listening. Yep, gives us a good little wraparound. Um, and we're going to, when we jump into fantasy football stuff, um, we'll look back and we'll look forward as, as well, too. So I, I agree with that, Victorious. Um, so that's going to be, I think, unless you guys want to add anything else, that's going to be the end of the Fellowship of the Pine. And we're going to jump into the international stuff where we talk about any uh, Americans abroad or we talk about the, the uh, international teams that we follow or even just the leagues in general, the League One the Premier League or the Bundesliga. So who wants to kick it off? And you too, I'm going to take a sip of this bevy real quick while I want you to jump off. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll start off. Um, you know, I can certainly speak to uh, the English Premier League as folks know, you know, I, I tend to follow more of the English Premier League. I follow all leagues, but best league in the world, by the way, Every, everybody should know that it's, I mean, it's hard to argue against that, you know, I mean, how can anyone really argue against that? But some might, you know, and, and, and respect, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. So yeah. Uh, what, what the news, I, I know uh, Man United played today, right? 
Yeah, they did. And unfortunately, it's just another loss. Um, and in fact, uh, we've been eliminated from the Carabao Cup, which, you know, again, um, that tournament, it's still a tournament, it's still a cup, it's still silverware. And I'm not here to downplay it. Yeah. Every other major team um, in the Premier League is still in it. And United is is out. Uh, Ronaldo did not play. It was a rotated team. Uh, but... Who you know, they, it's another knock. Oh, the Hammers. Uh, it was a repeat of playing West Ham from the weekend oh, and wow. a little revenge, a little revenge for West Ham. And they, you know, they just played better. You know, honestly, United had a lot of chances, but just couldn't finish. Uh, Martial up front, um, truthfully, just kind of can't wait to sell him. Um <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty much just Frenchy. <laughs> no, I mean he he his time is up at United. Um, for those yeah, who know, for those who do or don't know, you know Anthony Martial is a you know striker for Manchester United. Uh, took him on, you know, 18, 19 years old. He's twenty five yeah. now. Um, you know, some would say he should be at the peak of his career, but this is a guy who just continues to just be inconsistent. And yeah. when he's on, he's on. But you know. This is not the time. It's been a disappointment. Yeah, it's just been a disappointment. But uh, to tap into that, um, yeah, there was action today, action over the weekend, Um, some drama over the weekend, I guess, while we're on United. Um, Yeah, it was uh, another Ronaldo goal. Um, But, you know, um, you know, before all that, uh, the Hammers, West Ham uh, did score um, a deflected goal off Rafael Varane. A newly acquired defender for Manchester United from Real Madrid. Um, that ended up coming up to be, yeah, another French guy. There's just a <laughs> bunch of French guys on United, and I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. That's that's you know, <laughs> I'm cool with that. Um, overall, it was uh, it was a good comeback win for United. Um, you know, essentially what ended up happening was Jesse Lingard <laughs> came in and. Um, just preserved himself earlier in the week from a horrible display oh, yeah. against young boys. That's embarrassing. Yeah. And comes back, scores a, you know, 89th minute winner um, right to the top corner. It was beautiful. Um, and then to put it in context, Jesse Lingard played for West Ham last year and had an incredible run with them when he yeah, scored. He yeah. He didn't really celebrate. The fans were just, you know, everyone had their, Hands on their heads, like what the hell just happened? But it was a great, um, great, great win for United. Uh, but yeah, you know, not to uh, make it a heavy on the United, you know, uh, you know, well, just like it, just like everyone predicted the the you know the the table. It's uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, United, and Brighton. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brighton. Um, yeah, Brighton and Hove Albion. Hey, no, before, good for them. Uh, for sure, good for them. I always love to see the, the small guys. I, I always love to see the minnows fucking fighting up top. Yeah, Word. it's nice. Yo, for, um, for United, now, was Lingard on loan last year uh, to West Ham? Or was he yeah. just in a No, no, nah, nah, he was on loan. He was on that's loan. what I thought. From United, right? Yeah, from United. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, I, I just want to make sure. I, I thought so, but, um, I you know, I want to key into the expert. And then the other thing I had to, um, would you, so Lingard gave one up against, you know, young boys in the Champions League, and then he took one back, um, obviously, the other day for the Premiership. What, like, which one do you like better? Which one would you take better? Or is it like, you know, six of one, half dozen of another? 
in terms of uh, what what I take, would I take the uh, Champions League win oh, over the? Of course, Premier I'm League? assuming you want the Champions League win. Yeah, but I mean that but was I don't a, know, you know the, the Premier. That's why I'm asking. I don't know the Premier is obviously you know to win that or even to get top four is you know that's key too. So. Uh, the Premier League honestly is the number one like objective. It is. It's just it's you know United hasn't had a title since Sir Alex Ferguson has you know retired. That was that's 2012. You know it'll be 10 years since United has had a title. Um, that's 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 a little too long considering you know Manchester Manchester City has had five and however many Chelsea, you know, even Leicester has a title and good for them. Honestly, you know, when Leicester, the Foxes won it, how, how could you not be happy for someone like that? You know, we love to see stuff like that before, you know, being a United fan, um, you know, I'm sure Arsenal fans would also say where we are in the mix, but chances are you're probably nowhere near close to where we are, but yeah, they, you know, yeah, they've been, yeah, Arsenal's been trash, um, as we've talked about in previous episodes. They've managed to string a couple wins together. Um, they've, they've been active on the transfer window. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm seeing rumors now, if, if we're talking about U.S. men's national team players, about uh, Juventus and Weston McKinney, uh trying to do a swap out um, for him and uh, Granite Jaha. Um so I want to, you know, I want to see what happens there. Uh, I feel like Weston McKenney experience-wise might be better for him to be at Juventus, but but being at Arsenal, like in just tracking-wise and visibility in the United States, um, I feel like I'll get to watch him a little bit better there. Um, and you know, let's be honest, EPL is definitely better than um, the Italian league right now. So. Um, definitely get some more exposure there, but coming out of the, the U S games, um, you know, he, he got sent away for, uh, some COVID violations. Um, there's been multiple issues with maturity there. So, and maybe Juventus is saying the same thing. Like, did you heard this? You heard this I heard the coach Greg was talking down on his name. Did you hear that? Um, yeah, I didn't hear specifically about it, but I just, I just know, I just know the, the, like in general, it's been a bad vibe. To just the, the timeline of events right now, and, and just how things coming out of that first stage of the the qualifying games, and how he was sent home and left, and then there was other stories about how he was um, penalized by the club with previously for partying and stuff like that yeah, and yeah. His, his, his energy just ain't right his energy just hasn't yeah, yeah. i mean exactly. i think that yeah. and i think he's 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 someone who's probably on not to cut you off greg but i think he's someone who, who no, needs uh he he needs a fresh change and i say that and i and i say that knowing that he's only been at juventus for you know it's only been 12 18 months i think he went on loan um, halfway in the season about a year and a half ago and has been with them since. But with that being said, he would be a fresh face to have in a Premier League, and I think it would be really nice to see him uh, come. He'd be, a, he'd be a nice addition to Arsenal. Uh, Granite Zaksha, or however you say his name, you know, that's the current captain for Arsenal. I was going to so say, yo, he's solid. He's solid. I mean, he's someone who has definitely, you know, had to fight his way back with the fans. Um, he, he's gone a long way. I think he had to earn his way back. There was rumors swirling uh, during the Euro Cup over the summer that he was going to be going over to Roma. 
Uh, there was, you know, all these talks that he had already signed that contract and all this drama. And then he said, nope, I'm staying with Arsenal. So, you know, I, that also kind of I, it made me think, like, is he going to pull another U-turn? Can But, you know, who's to say that they still can't acquire him and play along with Zaksa, right? Why yeah. not? Yeah, he's showing a, com- a, a complete sort of maturity, like opposite end of the sp- spectrum on maturity from like, where McKenney's being looked at right now. So I think, what is it? Uh, is Pirlo at, is, is Pirlo in charge of Juventus? No, no, no. Um, I think it's Matt uh, Allegri, maybe. That is correct. Um, okay. so yeah, the, the thing that I read about Allegri, like, I think they just had a recent win, but it was, you know, they just, maybe a team they should have beat down. They ended up winning, but he was like, yo, he specified Weston McKinney being like, yo, this man had a ton of shots. And like, he's got to bury something like, yo, he, he's got to step up. Like he's been acting stupid, you know, like, so it's the same in the same vein of you know obviously I'm paraphrasing but it was in the same vein of some of the stuff that you're talking about Greg of him getting booted from the fucking national team and just acting the fool you know just having that yeah. bad bad mojo on him. Yeah, he needs to be a leader. Not yeah, not not happy move, with the man right now. Maybe that move to Arsenal would do him well. Um, <laughs> yo, anything else you want to hit on um, on the EPL? You just you mentioned the table that you know the top four teams there. Obviously United up in the mix, which we love to see. Liverpool, Chelsea, and, uh, you know, like, what, what else looking, looking forward? Uh, West, any other West McKinney talk, Greg? No, no, just, just been kind of trying to casually follow Dortmund um, and Erling Haaland and how that connects with my relationship with Vic and um, how he seems to be, you know, the early talk is that he's headed to Man U. Yeah. Um, so I think he's just, he's just, he's a fun name to sort of track this whole story. Um, he just seems to be scoring in every single game. Um, just scored twice in their 4 2 win. Um, I, I, I want to say they had nine or 10 goals in their last three games, scoring in all of them. He's got 68 goals. In the last 67 competitions for Dortmund, that's ridiculous. Yeah, what, <laughs> yo, what, for sure, his scoring rate is ridiculous. What's his name again, Victorious? That's yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. That's Erling Haaland. <laughs> <laughs> Victorious got that pronunciation down pat. <laughs> I mean, I try. I mean, you gotta, you gotta remember. It's hard. I mean, there's so many, there are so many superstars with all these funky names, but not. You know, 68 goals in 67 games is mind-blowing. Yeah, consistency. For a, for a very, very, very young guy. Yeah, serious, yeah. serious rate that he's on right that, now. That is someone who I can actually say, you know what? That is a kid. You're 21 years old. Um, for sure, for sure. Any anything yep. else you want to mention? Um, with what's what else is going on with Dortmund? You... Yeah, just to quickly close them out. Like they're, they're third right now in the Bundesliga. They had a bad first game or uh, first two games or whatever, but they've just been absolutely dominant lately. Um, and Champions League stuff has started as well, and that's continued. So they're third yeah. in the Bundesliga, only one point behind uh, Munich and Wolfsburg right now. So they're right there in the mix. Love it. Love it. No, that's a great wrap-up for the Bundesliga there, just to kind of put it in the mix. Um, yeah, I'm just going to give you the quick PSG slash League One uh, standings. Uh, that's usually my little MO, just to talk about that squadron, who I follow. You know, I have the cap. Um, I've been on them for a little bit. But, yeah, they're 7-0. and 
21 points, top of the table, you know, just uh, I told you guys a couple weeks ago maybe that they might go undefeated. Might, whoa, 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 whoa. Might pull like an arsenal, you know, might be like the Invincibles here. Who knows what's going on here with PSG. Let's keep tracking it each week. Let's see if it keeps going. Seven, you know, 21 points on seven wins. So they – um. The, the big news that I just have to report they're you know, they, they're playing, they just played a league match. I mean, in the league one, really, they should, they should stomp out early. So yep. they got, champ, they got champions league coming up next week. Um, I think it's their in their, um, in their foursome in that group. I think it's their second match. I think it's the second match, right? But their home versus man city, yep. which is going to be a cool, you know, obviously oh, wow. that's going to be a cool match. Uh, you know, top, top, maybe top two teams in the world. I don't know if, we can go that far, but um, definitely in the mix, you know, definitely in that conver- conversation. Uh, but that's, you know, like I said, they got a, another uh, in, in the, in the league. It's like, you know, they're playing like MLS teams, you know, they should compare it to like the talent that they have on the team. <laughs> they should, they should smack everybody around, but they got like, we'll, we'll report back um, next week on, hopefully uh, we'll have the results then. Uh, I think, you know, 928. So we'll have the results, but. They got uh, Champions League coming up next week, but that's about it for PSG uh, on my side. Hey, I just wanted to just 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 note that you know Messi is struggling over there. Um, oh, it's it it, it it is only a matter of time before he finds his feet. Obviously, it's Messi, but I think it's important to note you know the constant debate of Messi versus Ronaldo and who is and who isn't. You know who's the best. Oh my in the god! World. Yeah. Oh man. And it's like. You know, you, you just look at Ronaldo right now, though. I don't even. Well, I I gotta jump in real quick. I know one thing I wanted to mention too that I wrote down in my notes. Messi took a knock to the knee um, recently in, in the most recent match and got subbed out. And I took I took a look at the video from it and looked like he was like, you know, I don't know if they can throw the magic spray on and do whatever they gotta do, and do you know, stitch him up and take a couple pills and throw the shot in there. Um, but maybe he'll be just fine. But I, from the video I saw, he looked a little mangled. Um, so you're thinking yeah, maybe this? Yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. be clear. Messi is going to be just fine. It's just it's funny how early you know all the talks already go and shift with, oh Ronaldo versus you know Messi, and it's like just wait till Messi starts to get his bearings and starts to you know. I don't even. Do, I don't do even. I don't does. know, Greg. How do you feel while while we while we're talking about it? How do you feel about that debate, Messi versus? Ronaldo? Yeah, I, I mean. I, the, where my head goes to instantly goes to the manager and it's like, they've attracted so much attention there. Um, and so much star power, it becomes like sort of those Real Madrid teams or whatever, where it's just like that they need to figure out how to play together. And that's obviously what we're seeing in, you know, the messy, not meeting expectation. And so my eyes are on the manager and managing these personalities. Mbappe, obviously, we're fresh off the news about him not going um, and making this massive transfer or whatever, you know, close to $200 million to Real Madrid, that not going through. And, and we talked about on the, on the, episode, on the program, um, him looking to establish and, and, you know, be the man somewhere else. You can't be the man under Neymar and, and uh, Messi. So he's looking, he's looking to be the man still. And I see a personality conflict between Mbappe and Messi that I think the manager needs to get a hold of. I don't have evidence of it. I just feel like that's sort of the natural progression of events um, and just some sort of uh, issue between those two. 
So I'm, I'm, I want to see what the manager does and if he can get them playing with more chemistry. The talent is there. Well, it's you know, just, it's a matter of chemistry. I think. You know who the skipper is, right, Victorious Mauricio Pochettino. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Argentine connection. You know, they well, got yeah, he's, Maria. At the, he's at he's at Spurs, right? Oh, he was at Spurs for the longest. He was at Spurs. Yep, he was at Spurs, and was um, he at Everton. Oh no, he wasn't. That was Roberto ne- Roberto Martinez. Never. My bad. He was at, he was actually at Southampton before. Yeah, oh yeah, with the Saints. With the Saints. Yep. So Mbappe obviously sees that the Argentinian connection and the the attraction of Messi towards PSG. Oh, I didn't even, guys. It, I'm I'm so glad we just talked about that because I didn't even put that together. You guys are right. I'm glad. I'm glad we just kind of just you know talked that out loud and, and, and workshop that. Yeah. It just it's just more towards Mbappe and just I just want to see how how he manages that. Well, I'll just tell you from his, the small stuff that I've seen from him at Spurs, I, I, I probably like they need somebody else. If 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 you're if that's the avenue that you think it's going to go down, Greg, which yeah. which I think you're right, which I think that could be a, the avenue it goes down. It's like they got they got stars right now. You just right now you're just managing personalities. There's nothing you can do about the talent. So you got to have a doctor Phil basically back there. And I don't know. Yeah. Mauricio. Well, I mean, well, 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 here's the deal, though. I mean, they did have a Dr. Phil. They had Thomas Tuchel, who was the manager. And, and where'd, he, went, where'd he go? He went to Chelsea. And, and what we, they, already, we already know what happened. Yeah, was good. All right. Champions League winners, you know? So, but it, but, it, but it goes to show, I mean, can someone win at PSG? Like, is that just a franchise that just can't win? You know yeah, what I'm like saying? They're, cursed. they're doomed. Right. 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 Where's Where's Zidane at right now? As far as he's unemployed. He's, he's unemployed. He steps down from and, Real. And I, and I'll and I'll be honest with you. Um, Maybe he's waiting for an opportunity to come back to France. Uh, do a little work uh, as magic. I, I uh, think there's two locations for him. I think there's um there's there's the French job uh coming up um after the, oh, the World team. Cup. Yeah. Uh, basically, and uh, after the World Cup, I think if that coach is done, uh. Uh, Deschamps, uh, Didier Deschamps, uh, Zidane will will easily slot in. I mean, he's made it very clear. I'm pretty, I know there are statements out there that he's made it clear that he does want to coach at some point there. Um, but I also think, and again, um, this is this this probably being from a Manchester United bias, but if this coach doesn't make it past this season, who's going to manage Ronaldo? Who's going to manage Pogba? Who's going to manage Bruno Fernandes? Like, those are big personalities. And I think someone like Zidane could easily... Varane. Like, come on. He's got experience with these guys. So, I'm all for the current coach being on board with United. The guy's a legend. And he always comes through when, when they need him to come through. In terms of big games, he hasn't come through for trophies. This guy is on thin ice. That's out. That's my. That's my final United, like you know, yep. uh, Premier League uh, talk here, blended in with all the coaching stuff. Which honestly, have like you said, I'm glad we just had a. We kind of blended on on that because I think that's a, a good, little cheeky session. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's we, a good workshop. That for sure. We worked. We only worked out. <laughs> we're all sounding boards, and sometimes you pick up right. We just pick up things that freaking you know I might not even tap into. But I, I wasn't even thinking about that Argentinian connection with um, Mauricio and obviously uh, with Messi. So, not yeah. good guys, awesome uh, Premier League. Uh, I love. I lo- always love getting that scoop from you, Victoria, because I know you stay in deep. Uh, you you keep you out of the streets with the Premier League and especially United. So, 
I try, man. I try. Um, there's just so much knowledge out there. You know, I think what I love is that the Premier League and soccer overall in the States is being covered, you know. So um, let's keep it going. Let's keep this talk going. I love it. Didn't even, for sure. We're going to jump to fantasy football, uh, football in general, talk about the Pats. But we didn't even talk about, I know I sent the Twitter um, story about like that 16-year-old guy from Suriname. Yeah, he's like the vice president of the country, but like he <laughs> he like bought the soccer team that like comp, uh, qualified to, for Concacaf, so he's playing like this like yeah, six year old dude uh, <laughs> playing professional <laughs> soccer. So, dude, so much to talk about, but um, uh, we hit you know we touched on your boy Halan. We hit up some PSG talk, um, and for sure we hit up the Premier League. So good, good stuff. Talked about Weston McKinney um, and kind of his his attitude. Yo, he better get right, man. Yeah, he better get right. He better get right. Now we got to transition to that the next brand. Of, now we're gonna transition to that next brand of football. Bless us, yo. So what what do you guys wanna you guys wanna hit us with a little review about that Jets beatdown we had, and then hit us with a little preview of New Orleans? Do you want to hit us, Greg? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously Patriots beat the Jets 25 to 6. Um, I put some money down on that one, feeling real confident in it. Wow. Uh, thanks, Yo. thanks, Bob, for wow. uh, helping out with that. It was a vessel right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, the Patriots just, uh, the, the Jets just aren't ready to compete yet. And it's just an absolute messy, filthy situation, a dirty diaper with how the Jets continually just don't provide any direction and assistance for these high quarterback pickups. Uh, the Patriots just clearly ran away with it. They didn't need to do anything really. Just did you guys, did you guys watch the game? Yeah, yep. I did. I watched, I watched, I watched pretty much the whole game. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, I'm pretty... not, sometimes I'm not, I'm not able to watch, you know, obviously Same. I want to watch them all, but um, yeah, I was able to watch this one. Victorious. What did you, any, any thoughts that you, Greg agree, like the jets, just a dumpster fire always. Yeah. You know? yeah and I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll double down on that. It was just, you know, it just was not a good performance from the rookie kid there. Just Zach Wilson, just kind of Chuck, I mean, you know, props to him, Do you know, he, he did what he needed to do, right? But it was like, it just, you know, the Patriots defense was just there to kind of just take over. After the first interception, then the second one, I'm like, this is going to be a long night. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, when I was watching it, and I was actually, Greg, you hit me up with that info. I happened to be up in uh, up in New Hampshire, hit, hit up my man Kirk's house, went up there for the game, and he lives in New Hampshire. So I happened to be in Bettingland could place that bet you know i had um i talked about how i had that big boy bet Whew, god's plan you know so <laughs> i was able to just to recap that one real quick uh over you know maybe like a month or two ago i hit a golf bet put 25 bucks on abraham answer to win he ended up winning me like 900 bucks took that 900 and i put it down on the pats against the jets and that was probably like three weeks before the season started maybe two weeks so i was able to get that line fairly decent Put it basically with like a, a thousand bucks on it, or one like nine, you know, one nine hundred. So my biggest bet ever of all time. I was like shaking in my boots, but congratulations, brother! You gotta no, that's a big that one. somehow. Yeah, yes, that's... dude, I'm over here drinking this high noon right now. That's how. I, you know. <laughs> wow, yo, big, yo, still, every, yo, so you're like... still eating steaks, huh? No, the yo, oh, my man is eating yeah. steaks right yeah. now. Never bet. I've never again. We talked about you know cash roll management, bankroll management. Yeah, for mean, sure. So. This to me was like, you know, I bet the 35, I had the 900. So, I, you know, it's gravy to me already. So I just took that 900, let it roll. 
I think the Jets, like you talk about, Greg, they fucking suck every year. They're a jokester franchise. Yeah. Yep. So, I'm mean, glad we got, I'm glad we both got action on that match, dude. So, I feel like I feel like we're connected wavelength wise. Greg Greg t- you know, Greg got that action. Uh, I paid him out with the quickness. Javier was able to win that big boy money. And um, yeah, the the Pats, you know, looking forward to this game against New Orleans. I mean, what do you guys think about famous Jameis and those guys coming in? I mean, I'm really not that worried about that, to be honest with you, because for me, like, you got to trust the process, right? Not to not to not to pull a Joel Embiid, but for me, it's like Jameis Winston and whatever crew he's coming with. Like, if you were coming with uh, homeboy who, who who you know who got hurt last year and uh, Drew Brees, okay, but you know, hopefully, I don't come back and uh, you know eat my words, but. <laughs> Greg, yeah, I, I was surprised to see that the uh, the Pats were actually actually the favorite. Um, looking at the first two games by the Saints, I think people get you know stars in their eyes when they look at Jameis Winston throwing five touchdowns. The shocking thing to me was it was on fourteen passes. He completed fourteen passes, scored five touchdowns. That's just I I I, I would have to imagine that that's barely happened. Like very few times in the history of the game. Yeah. Um, like, like I sure as hell couldn't do that, obviously. So, you know, good for him for doing it. But, you know, the <laughs> biggest thing for me, it's like, again, it's Jameis Winston. Like, I'm not concerned. Like, he's another guy. Like, come in. C- go ahead. Like, please throw that he's, ball up. He's throw a jokester. That, so throw he's that jokester. ball up. He's, a, he's so, like, you know, he's a born loser. Throw that ball up so we can just intercept it because that's what he's known for. He's known for interceptions. So like the whole game, the, the whole offense? game rides rides on the Patriots' defense. Is, is that's how I'm understanding it. Like New Orleans' defense is legitimate. It's very good and exceptionally good against the run, which is what the Patriots so far to date have been leaning on to sort of nurse Mac Jones along. It's let's you, do your dink and dunk. And let's rely on the run, but the way that our offensive line is depleted now and and not turning out to be as good as we thought they were uh, so far, Trent Brown out and the the replacement at right tackle there just getting absolutely abused by the Jets on top of, you know, if not the best, one of the best run defenses in the league to date, uh, it's going to have to be, Mac is going to have to show some downfield stuff. So I'm really interested to see that. That's been a big question. Uh, And in order for them to win, I think he's going to have to do that. And Vegas seems to think the same thing as they got the Patriots with a, with a minus three, the under a 42.5. I would probably take the under on the 42.5 over under. Uh, I just, I don't see a lot of scoring on either side. Um, and it's really would have to rely on Mac Jones going off the register. Yeah, for sure, Greg. I put respect on the Saints D, but you know they did just give up twenty six at the Panthers, which I don't think the Panthers is some juggernaut. But I, you know, I think it's going to be a low scoring affair. I just think that's that's how the Pats team is built, right? I don't think they're yeah. they're I don't think they're built to be scoring, which sucks too. Because you know, if we get behind, like, are we built to come back from behind, like those Cam teams, like the Cam team? Like, yeah. I don't know. like when we're behind, I feel like they're just gonna they're, do? Like keep, keep thinking and dunking. No, we got they're gotta banking their back. record on on turnovers. Like if we can get turnovers, like multiple turnovers a game, then we'll we'll probably win. Uh, but I, I just don't feel comfortable with that strategy 
you know, but then, you know, Bill just does stuff different. So maybe that's just the way you're going about stuff. He just knows better than everyone else. Um, all right. So that's, you know, that's a quick little outlook. You guys, uh, Pat's minus three. What do you got at home against the Saints? What do you guys, what's the call? Victoria, so what's the call? Any call? No bet? You, I mean, what's, no, no, I would, um, I, I would, I would take, I would take Pat's minus three. Again, you know, I'm no fantasy, I'm no guru in terms of betting, but I mean, you know, off, off the cusp, I'm going to say minus three. I'll touch that. I think, I, I think that makes sense to me too. I don't, you know, Pat's the threes are standard, you know, standard yep. for the home team. I think that makes sense to me. Greg, yeah. what do you think about that? Uh, I I just don't feel comfortable with it at all with the minus three. I do feel more comfortable with the over under at 42 and a half and going yeah. under on that. Uh, so that's probably the the direction I would go then. All right. That's, you know, we're just going to drop that down in the notes, the make believe notes that I put down. Uh, and we're going to drop that down. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll never come down. We'll never come put back. Put that on the old dry erase board there, huh? <laughs> Yo, so hit us up with the fantasy teams. Um, I'm going to bless you real quick. Uh, my Both of my teams, I got two teams. Both of my teams won. I'm 2-0. and oh, Both of my teams, top of the table, both leagues. Vamos, let's go. Yeah, that's solid. Nah, I uh, I ran the table on my – I went 2-0 and oh in both my leagues this week too. Um, you know, the league – I'll refer to it as the Kyler Murray League. He went off for me, 48 points. Kyler <laughs> – uh, Cup went off for me as well, 48 points. Yeah. Again, I continue to leave Gronk on my bench. But yeah, um, overall, 2-0. Love it. Love it. Greg, what hit us up. You can't be 2-0. Yeah. Wait, you can be 2-0. Maybe you guys didn't play. Each other. Yep, I was I was 2-0 and this week as well. Um, the league that I commissioned with Vic, 14-team um, league, got a W in that one again. So 2-0 and there, um, sitting in third out of 14 teams. The, the other league, the Gregulators, are one and one now, um, fourth out of 12. So put up a lot of points, just had some tough opposition, really riding the back of Derek, uh, Derek Henry there in 47 points, um, but getting con- contributions from other people. The one person I didn't get contribution from, George Kittle, uh, executed my first trade of the season. That's Goodbye, cool. George Kittle. I have Darren Waller, so I'm, I'm pretty – I'm, I'm sitting pretty heavy at tight end. So kept feeling real good about Darren Waller and those targets. Not, what is that? not, what's what's trade? so my issue is I lost Gus Edwards at the beginning of the season. My backup you know. was uh, Daryl Henderson from the Rams. He's looking injured right now. I'm trying to execute a trade for Sony Michelle. Um, was able to execute a trade for Damian Harris in exchange for George Kittle. Uh, you know, I'm feeling like this is a good move. I got my tight end. Overall points by the end of the season, as long as Damian Harris can stay healthy, I see him coming out ahead and, and a better option for my flex. I I know some George Kittle is a very difficult name to say might be uh, in a – valley in his career or sort of in a lower lower place than what we might have been expecting the last two seasons but that's 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 just my take on it and feel free to disagree well dude that's why i mean it's your team you're the you're the boss you get to make those decisions right so you're you're trying to maybe sell high on good kittle and maybe scoop up um, damien harris on the lows i can respect it i mean trades are subjective right yep so what I think is a good trade might not be what you think is a good trade and vice versa. So that's what, that's what makes uh, fantasy cool. 
Yep. Um, what else, you guys? Any? You guys have any? Um, you guys get any waiver pickups? Are you guys in that? You know. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just in, in Greg's league, not to talk, but you know, it is what it is. Those guys are not on it's, my. It's, those guys are now on my roster, but uh, yep. I picked up uh, Slayton from the Giants, and I picked up Jefferson Jr. from the Rams. Um, I almost can't believe that I got him. To be honest with you, because we're in a fourteen-person league. Um and players really run thin, so I yeah, have to say I'm, I'm impressed with my work in Greg's league this year. I am sitting hard to win uh, I'm impressed as well. How, how much did you end up having to um conjure up to get him? Uh, it's, uh, I had it's... to conjure up a measly four bucks. Love it. Four bucks. Love it. Uh, four bucks for both guys. I spent under ten dollars for both players. Let's go, cause this guy's yeah. buying on the low. So... Yeah, not to mention, not to mention, the league has extra bench spaces as well. So like, it's you're really digging out of the the uh, bottom. So uh, like, when when someone comes up, like someone gets injured, or or someone's all all of a sudden elevated into the starting role, it just up. becomes like yeah, it it becomes like a, a heated competition. So to be able to snag him, um. And now you've done it a couple times this season. Um, you definitely, definitely make a nice moves. And I uh, saw all the moves you made in the draft as well. Uh, so I'm eyeballing you because I think we're both up at the top of the table right now. So and it, and it's funny not to hog up like fantasy time, but I'm getting shit in my other league because you know I drafted Kyler Murray in the second round. So they keep telling me, "Yo, Vic, it's not that he's a good player, just that yo, you could have got him in the third or the fourth round." And I'm just like. Yeah, no, no fucking shit. Just keep <laughs> winning, kid. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. Oh, uh, it got me dying. But that, you know, I'm I'm one and one in that league. Just to clarify from earlier, I went two and zero oh this week, and yeah. I'm two and zero oh in Greg's league. One and one yep. in the other week, and I'm coming for everybody. Let's go. Yep. Oh, overall, Greg, what are you? Um, uh, three and one. So two and zero oh in one league, one and Same. one in the other. So um, Same thing as Vic. Third place out of 14, fourth place out of a 12-team league. So, feeling pretty good so far. All right. Your boy, you guys, you know, not doing too bad. Not doing too bad, guys. But your boy, 4-0, and 2-0, 2-0. And first place, top of the table, like I said. So We might have to add those numbers to the old uh, dry erase board there. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll put it up. Yep, we'll put it on. I got my assistant keeping. Um, they're keeping notes on this. Hav, who who are your who are your top dogs, man? My assistant right now is keeping notes. Uh, he's keeping minutes. My bad, keeping minutes. Uh, let me check my top dogs. But I got Kyla Murray. I know like you, uh, Victoria. So in my twelve in my twelve person league, Martinez Hurts, DJ Moore, uh, not a, not AJ Moore, uh, Juju, uh, Mixon, Monty, Higby, Devonte Adams. Uh, Sweet Feet, James White, mm-hmm. um, Naheem Hines. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, sc- I scooped up Tim Patrick. But, no, nah, I mean, usually my teams are just, like, well-rounded, I guess you would say. Yep, yep. And, obviously, it depends on what pick you have and all that. But um, my my other team, I have Kyla Murray, Devante, Diggs, Keenan Allen, blah, blah, blah. But, now nah, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Still a long way out. You know, I'm not trying to be on my high horse. Still a long way out, still a long season. Um. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys have anything else on the fantasy tip or the Pats before I jump into some DFS stuff. No, I'm ready to jump into the daily fantasy. Let's go. Let's do it. So, for the DFS, um, we just played cash, uh, a bunch of cash that we do every week. 
Uh, played a couple uh, tournament lineups, also called GPP lineups. But last week was interesting. So um, I tried to mention to you the week before uh, on the prior podcast um, how this sometimes, you know, things lead you to a certain lineup, whether it's there's low price wide receivers or there's an injury and like everyone throws in that guy and it's kind of like a free square. So some things kind of lead you naturally to a lineup. Um, this week, I was down. I had my lineup was down to like a two v two, was what they call it. So, it was Cooper Cup, and it was um, Chase Jamar Chase from the Bengals, or it was Tyler Lockett and Manny Sanders. So, at, I had in Cooper Cup and Chase at the last minute, probably five minutes before lock, I changed it to Lockett and Manny Sanders. Of course, that fucked me because Cooper Cup went off. Oh. Um, so the cool thing about DFS, I guess, or, or about um, DraftKings or whatever this in particular, is you can, you can change the guys' games who haven't started. So the 1 o'clock guys are locked, but you can still change the 4 o'clock. So at that point, and this is uh, you know just uh, an inside scoop, right? Because some people don't even fucking bother doing this, or some people, you know, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. But instead of drawing dead, I would have just, if I stuck with my lineup, I would just would have been drawing dead. So I just fucking moved some things around. I switched Took some around. extra risks. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Switch to Russ Wilson, switch to AJ Brown, which didn't pay off, switch to some people, but I ended up instead of losing all my money, ended up breaking even. Perfect. Yeah. Literally nice like, literally like one a dollar on the week, which instead of losing fucking a shitload, uh, I ended up breaking even to me. I top capped that off with my, my bet, which I fucking hit a grand slam on. So to yeah. me it was like a win. Um so yo, cuz do you find your do you find yourself having to do that? more often than not changing on the fly, so to speak at four o'clock. Um, I've been, I've been pretty lucky to, well, it's something that they probably only instituted like last year, maybe, uh, or the year before that. And I, and honestly, uh, some people don't take advantage of it. And some people think you're just stuck or some people think you can't do anything. Some people don't even fucking look at their phone and some people are dead beats, you know, yeah. but you know, I'm like monitoring that. And mo- most people, you know, I mean, you should, right. If you know, you're fucking playing Again, yeah. Depends on what you're playing for, right? If you're playing just to hang out and some, you know, whatever. But I'm yeah. playing fucking. I'm competitive. I put, money, I put money on the line. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not feeding my family with this, you know. Yeah. But you know, for sure, um, you want to if you have to. Like mo- most of the time, if you're the one o'clock games, and you, there's usually more one o'clock games than four o'clock games. So most of the time, you know where you stand, good or bad. So I've been pretty lucky enough to have – I've been able to stand pat. But I can recall actually one time last year, which I did the same thing. I was losing. Um, ended up switching to Tyler Lockett again. It was one of those games that we, he went off crazy and ended up winning a fucking ton load of money. Um, so, no, it's something people should definitely do um, or definitely take into consideration. But, no, I was lucky. Um, I just stayed on my grind. But we'll take that as a W, chuck it up to the next one, looking into a week three. Um some of the guys, again, I, I tried to mention last week, I'm looking at like game totals, um, the game, you know, fast paced environments. Um, yes. so some, of the, some of the games I have circled are the Hawks against the Seahawks against the Vikings, Tampa Bay at the Rams, Chargers at KC. Um, those are the three games right off the bat that I just listed. But um, some of the value that I have for players that I like are um, Clyde's Edward Hilaire, CEH. Um, Justin Fields is starting now for Chicago Bears over Dalton. So yes. that- that might open That'll some be fun to watch. him or his or his receivers. So uh, Darnell Mooney, actually, I like uh, Mike Williams from San Diego Chargers getting like the same kind of uh, looks as Keenan Allen. Um, so it looks like his route tree has changed to get more targets. 
So this for DFS this week, uh, again, looking at those game environments, looking at, you know, maybe some of those plays that I just mentioned um, as maybe some values or some, some plays that I'm, uh, I'm looking at, but uh, yeah, there's looking forward to it again, playing the cash game heavy. I play my usual GPP games. Uh, hit us up with the results, Greg uh, or Victoria. So I, we played that the group, um, you know, in a group, I think my man Sal jumped in it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, a group of six. We put a private challenge together. Um, so that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, my buddy, John ended up coming away with it. Is he local he out in the end? Right? What's up? Is he from up here? Yeah. He lives in Cambridge. Nice. Uh, high school, uh, high school buddy. Um, so, um, uh, we, we stay in touch. Um, football kind of helps, kind of help, kind of helps keep us in touch. For sure. Um, but yeah, he, he came away with it. I was early on, Vic was looking real good in that. Uh, Patriots just interception, interception, interception. <laughs> well, but it was very early. It's, it's funny. It's funny because, you know, it's like talk about being on your high horse, right? It's like, so I get like, you know, the glory of the first, whatever, freaking hour. I'm at the top. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Me and the wife, we're watching a game outside. We're chilling. You're already um, cashing checks on this game. But I, but I already knew it. You know, I'm looking below, and I'm like, well, look at Hob. Hob got mad players ready to go. Yeah. So, like, you know, I knew it was only a matter of time. And, you know, I finished dead last just to pass forward. <laughs> I got to look at those results again. It's hilarious. Results again. But I'm, yeah, looking yeah, forward yeah. To, I'm looking forward to doing it again. I know we, no, did, for, I know we did it for a 20 spot, but uh, winner take all. <laughs> Might have to be a fucking ten spot. It might be too rich for me. I know I just won that fucking those big stakes, but you know I'm just trying to play within my means, doggy. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, we can always we can we can mess around with that number from week to week. We can do yeah, yeah, we can do sure. multiple prizes, whatever. Yeah, whatever you guys want. That, John got a nice little fun. John got a nice little payout. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I was just gonna say this yeah. got like fucking quick like hundred twenty bucks or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, for real. So no, that was a good um, that was a great move. We're gonna do it again. Give you guys the results, but. I think Greg was a winner out of us three. What was the result? You, Greg, me. Yeah, I finished number two. He, he overtook me right in the end. I had Amari Cooper. He had CD Lamb. It was real exciting to watch. I was ahead. Clearly, the attention going to CD Lamb that game. Um, so that'll be interesting to continue to watch, just because I feel like a lot of people are going to be putting, uh, including Cowboys wide receivers in their lineups. Uh, so should be continuing interesting to watch. So a couple other uh, quick daily fantasy um, lineup thoughts I had. Really watching the Panthers there. They've been they've been a pretty much a pretty lights out defense. They're coming in at thirty three hundred, playing Houston, who now has to play a rookie um, uh, quarterback. So uh, I'm I'm assuming they're just going to apply the pressure all day, and. and that, that might be a way you can get some money out of the defensive position and still keep a lot of money available. TJ Hawkinson, another another one. He's been sort of a, a target monster for Detroit. Detroit's not a very sexy offense, but they're going up against Baltimore, who I think has the most passing yards against so far. But that can be kind of skewed based on uh, the, the offenses that they've been matched up against, like Kansas, uh, Kansas City and whatnot. But, yeah, those are a couple quick picks for me. Any, uh, Victoria's any quick picks? And when you mentioned, um, Carolina, I, and, uh, back going up, going up against a Houston backup QB, I actually went up to New Hampshire. Sometimes I'd be going up there on my lunch break. Um, yeah. sit up, sit in the Rockingham parking lot, uh, 
Rockingham Mall parking lot, eat my fucking sandwich, eat my iced tea, and then head back to work. But I placed some bets yeah. there. One of them I went up there and placed was Carolina tomorrow and Buffalo on Sunday. I teased them. So they both got to win by three, which I think they're both capable of. Oh, wow. Wow. They both got to win by three. Buffalo at home against Washington is going to be the tougher test. Uh, But Carolina at Houston, they're fucking some, you know, guy from Haverhill High School starting. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Wow. Who's that? (laughs) I'm saying some wacky fucking, this guy, you know, who knows? Uh, I feel. (laughs) Yo, wake up, cuz. Wake up. This man's sleeping over there. Yo, uh, well, that's yo, that's gonna wrap up the DFS talk. We're looking forward to, uh, well, I'm looking forward to another week. We're looking forward to another little challenge that we do here in our group. So yep. see, we'll see what happens with that. But let's wrap that up. And Victorious, hit us with the wrestling scoop. I mean, I know AEW is on tonight. I saw a yo, flash of a match. Yo, uh, Kenny Omega it, and yeah. fucking Brian Danielson. But that you know ended up getting timed out. But give, give us a, like, give us a little background on that. Give us like you know, get, hit us with the the wrestling scoop. What's the four one one? Uh, I mean, you you led with it perfect. Honestly, I, I I didn't even really want to touch too hard on the WWE. I mean, we could touch on this weekly, right? And I, I you know I want to wrap this up, but AEW tonight opened up with an incredible match. Brian Danielson, formerly of WWE, known as Daniel Bryan, faced off against Kenny Omega, AEW champion, pound for pound, best wrestler. Over the course of the last five years, Daniel Bryan can also be included in that mix. Squared off, first match, AEW, incredible. I think that match went 40 minutes, pound for pound, just beating each other up, technical wrestling. Yeah, it was so you hit it right there, cuz I was gonna say, like, some people, maybe some people who haven't watched or listened, like, yo, these guys are technical, like, they, they do like every kind of move. Locks, reverses, ins and outs. For, yeah, for, like forget, for, yeah. forget the, the storylines. Forget the storylines. You don't even. You don't even really need too much of a storyline. The only thing you really need to know is that when you watch these two, they're they're incredible wrestlers. And if you're talking like nostalgia back in the day, like wrestlers who like again Owen Hart, Bret Hart, the technicians, the tactical guys. Let's talk about these Dean, guys, Dean Malenko types. Dean Malenko, I mean, these are masterminds, you know. Um, oh, rest up. So Eddie you know, Carrera, I'll, 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 I'll just kind of catch <laughs> to catch people up to speed. Tonight's AEW, which um, it's it's AEW Dynamite on Wednesday nights. That's the show to watch. Yeah, where was it too? That was in New York, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know New where. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it was quite at Madison Square Garden, but it was. Um, it was in New York. Big show. Um, I still have a little bit more of it to watch, but you know that that first forty minutes had to be gripped in. I I highly recommend for anyone who even gives a shit about wrestling, honestly, watch probably watch that match. It's incredible. Um, Daniel, again, I keep saying Daniel Bryan, but it's now Bryan Danielson, the American Dragon versus uh, Kenny Omega, the current AEW champion. So. Uh, he, you know, ton, ton more. I'm sure to follow from that, and that was not even for the championship match. That was just to get their feet wet, get the crowd. Uh, and like Hob said, the match ended in a draw, which the crowd, you know, starts to boo. 
And I won't get into the finer details of what transpired after, but essentially other wrestlers come in the mix, get the crowd going again. AEW's got a really nice thing going on. I have to say tonight's episode for me kind of shifted my thinking a little bit in terms of wrestling over the WWE stuff that's going. I love WWE. I'm a WWE guy at heart, honestly. And, you know, have you sent this earlier? Um, We won't spend too much more time on wrestling, but AEW made a recent, uh, I guess, addition of Owen Hart, uh, which, again, is a whole nother topic of conversation. But it's a powerful move for AEW to do. And for those who don't know, Owen Hart, the late brother of Bret Hart, who passed away, oh my gosh, 25 years ago in the ring, is now being recognized by the current AEW organization. And the reason for that being is the wife wants Owen Hart's widow basically wants nothing to do with WWE, Vince McMahon, or his name at all, at all. So, you know, I I think one might look at it and say, gosh, he's never wrestled for AEW. But it's like, that's a great move because he needs to be recognized in a a positive way. So that's my little wrestling take. I know I said I wasn't going to get into it, but, you know. For anyone who's got who's a wrestling head listening to this, I know that digs deep. So, yo, for, by the way, I guess I don't know any of the feedback you guys get, but I know I'm, I'm getting lots of thumbs up about the wrestling segment. People like yo, Victorious goes in hard on the wrestling, and we appreciate that. So, yeah, I think people appreciate it, Victorious. So, when you come with that knowledge, yo, like yo, go, go in like you go in. There's no, don't be fucking bashful. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm not. I just want to, you know, I think for the crowd, you don't want to be mindful. You know, we we, we touch on a, on, on a lot of different segments. I know some folks might laugh about the wrestling, but I don't care if you've got young children. You know, your kids are going to be liking, you know, they're, they are. They're going to be idolizing these guys growing up. Maybe maybe not idolize them, but they'll know of them. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, I don't want to, any spoilers, Victorious, but I saw some of the stuff going on for AEW. Um, a couple hits probably after you stopped watching, so I, I won't spoil it for you. But yeah, I I didn't see too much more after. But there's some characters I'll tell you on AEW, and they're really known for some good, good, solid, freaking technical wrestling. So nah, it's good, dude. It's good for everybody in the game when there's competition. You know what I'm saying? Whenever there's a monopoly, whenever there's just one person out there doing it, and that's you know they're giving you everything. Of course, it's fucking terrible. You know, you want people making sure everyone's fucking on their toes. So kept in check. Yep. Yep. Good. Good stuff for um, wrestling for AEW. I definitely checked in a little bit on that tonight. I was glad I did. I was did had no idea those guys were wrestling, but definitely uh, Daniel uh, Brian Danielson and um, Kenny Omega. A timeout match. It's you know it's, it's like some old school legit technical wrestling. So. Uh, what else? A- any other stuff on wrestling, Victorious? Any other? No, no, man. That's it. Like I said, um, I, I I'll update people more, I guess, on on WWE stuff later. A lot of um, I think for me the the next big thing with WWE is going to be the the upcoming draft on October fourth and October seventh. So I'm gonna hold off on some WWE talk until the draft because I think it's kind of a moot point to go into it because things can change once everybody gets shifted around. So oh, yeah, you me- you mentioned that they're kind of mixing things up. Right? Yeah. More, more, more to follow on that, but I'll definitely uh, be 
putting a lot more detail into that once the draft does happen because it is a big deal. Nice. Chief correspondent, kid. Nice. I love it. What's um, yo, you have a wrestling name, Victorious? What's your wrestling name? You know, you kind of got me. I don't yeah, really think I have one. But follow. you know what? You know, why you know, don't 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 you know why are we gonna change it? Just victorious, you feel me? <laughs> no. Oh, if it ain't broke. It's already there. It's, it's already been established. Uh, awesome, yo. Yo, always hitting us with the wrestling intel. No, I mean I know we touched on a little FIFA um earlier, um, you know, in the segment. Uh FIFA comes out technically on the first. Uh, for those who purchase like the ultimate edition, can have access to it as early as Monday. So you already know your boy will have a review for Wednesday. Can't wait. This is FIFA 21 or FIFA 22? This would FIFA be for 22, FIFA yeah. 22. Wow. Can't wait. I just remember the college days all playing each other and stuff. And just I'm looking to get back into it a little bit more. Man. Honing my skills. Get that triangle button going in there. Little lead pass. I know Victorious is, but you know he's been on that FIFA tip. He's been playing like that Ultimate Team for a minute. He's been like, you yep. know, purchasing those packs and getting those cards, and you know, hopefully scoring those lovely guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's a grind, you know. I, I, it's, it's, it's a grind. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that adjective. I wasn't expecting. Uh, I, I I can appreciate that, but always something to look forward to. You know, different than like Madden. You know, some folks look 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 up for Madden. I know, like, I used to love Halo back in the day when I used to game. Oh, yeah. So when Halo 2 or Halo 3 came out, you know, Halo, like, you know. It's, it's funny you say that, actually. They're coming out with a brand new um, Halo, Halo Infinite. Uh, it's probably going to be unbelievable. It's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. Um, probably be people sleeping outside of Walmart doing that shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I think we know a few of those guys that we probably went to school with. And I'm not going to name drop, but I can think of a few Halo geeks that we went to school with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I think if, if you're listening out, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, no, it's man. all love. It's all love, you know? Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying right now. I'm dying. Uh, no, so that's that's really all I got. We All I got, excuse me. I know we, we mentioned some of the music stuff last time, and uh, we, we wanted to touch on the gaming. But, you know, we can definitely get more into those topics kind of um, as sports kind of die down or other ones die down, Greg, I know we, we said we wanted to pick up the Celtics talk, um, you know, as that season picks up and that, that kind of action starts up. Um, yeah, so just a quick know. piece on that. I just, I just, you know, they're, they're going to start coming into training camp soon. Um, there's a SI posted their top 100 players. Um, Jason Tatum's up from 18 to 13. Jalen Brown, I think, went from 35 to 27. Marcus Smarts in there went from 68 to, to 70. Uh, I think that was a, a topic of discussion on Sports Talk Radio today. Um, but just, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in talking a little bit more Celtics. I love me some Celtics ball. Um, so maybe we can wrap that into the agenda a little bit more if that's what other people want to hear about. Yeah, for sure. People, let us know, you know, this show is for the people. We're about the people. Um, but I love the Celtics too, Greg. Uh, and, uh, you know, as this, this shows what we want to talk about. So obviously a big focus of it is, um, you know, it's called the, the Revolution Pod. And we do a big focus on the Revs um, with, the, you know, the Fellowship of the Pine. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we want to talk about what we want to talk about. So, uh, yeah, and sports that, rotate. We're, we're going to mix things in. And I think for sports, too, you know, as we get, like, maybe, you know, some universal people coming in here, like, you know, 
you know, maybe a game of cricket is not off the table in terms of some quick conversation. I'm just throwing it out there, you know? Oh, of course. Like, yeah, I'll know, talk a test match real quick. I don't mind. This, this uh, Like we said, this is for the people. You know this is international, baby. We international. Let's we international. go. So we got, we got people worldwide. You know, I'm not saying this is Mr. Worldwide. But, uh, <laughs> yo, this is going to, unless you guys got anything, I'm going to wrap up uh, episode number five of the Revolution Pod. And we want to appreciate everyone for listening. If you got this deep, we appreciate it. Uh, we're going to get back to you with a lot of results from this week. Uh, we This is going to be week three of fantasy football coming up. Yeah. Um, so we'll get back to you with those results for each of our teams. Obviously, PSG, Man United, Dortmund, all those teams are playing this weekend. we got some Champions League. Revs are playing. So I, like Victorious mentioned before, lots of action, lots of soccer action that we're blessed with right now. Um, yeah. Fantasy talk, uh, Patriots talk, the Celtics are going to be coming up, Ryder Cup talk. Um, I don't know. You guys want to holler at the people before we leave? Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you again, like I've said, uh, if you've maybe skipped around, jumped around, um, you know, you can do that in this cast. You know, maybe you want a little wrestling. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a great night. See you next week. That's it. I love you all. We out. All right, yo, appreciate it. Peace.